The ocean serpent created a flood to increase his dominion. The land serpent stopped the waters, and the two fought. As their war waged, a woman was saved by a magic sea lion. They mated, and she birthed a boy with a sea lion's lower half. When the serpents ended their war, the increased ocean level created an archipelago. The ocean serpent was needed elsewhere, but it noticed the human sea lion. The serpent gave it some of its power and left him in charge of the ocean. The hybrid was the Mapuche king of the sea, El Mila Lobo. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 97, The Mapuche King of the Sea, Mila Lobo. I am Kamuela Kanashiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show, and a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members, whose support keeps our show going. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you El Mila Lobo. As usual, please forgive me if I mispronounce names or words. He is the Chilote King of the Sea. As stated in our opening story, his top half is man with a sea lion bottom. The first part of his name, Mila, means gold in the native language of the Mapuche people, and Lobo is Spanish for wolf. So he's the gold wolf. The gold part of his name comes from his long blonde hair and beard, but also his sea lion fur. So aside from the serpent mentioned in our opening story, Mila Lobo is the second most powerful being in the ocean. He is similar to Neptune or Poseidon, but he speaks using seal bleats, and he has a human wife and three children. His respected wife is Huen Chula. She made a list of how to harvest shellfish, which included picking them only with your hands, not to fight over them, no wheelbarrows or trucks were to be used, and take only what you need. She is believed to punish whoever overfishes or misuses the ocean. The Otis Ocean Child is the water nymph La Pincoya. Then there is the ocean prince, Pincoya, who is half man, half sea lion, like his father. The children are also married to each other, and it is believed La Pincoya will forecast the upcoming ocean harvest by dancing on the beach while her husband sings. If she is facing the mountains, that means a poor harvest. If she faces the sea, the harvest will be plentiful. The third child is La Serena Chilota, she is a mermaid who is a cross between Mapuche and European folklore. Milalobo also created what's considered the oldest ghost ship around, El Caluche, which we shared in a previous episode. While the family cares for the ocean and its inhabitants, the children also collect souls of drowned people and take them to El Caluche, where they'll join the crew. When Chula looked just like her beautiful mother, who was a machi, or shaman, 
that was allowed to have families and children. The Machi adored her beautiful daughter, but knew she would start attracting men. The Machi's husband warned her to let Huenchula do what she wanted. She waved him off, saying the Machi knows best. She filled Huenchula's time by making her collect water from the lake. Huenchula never complained and always obeyed. As she collected water, her reflection was replaced by a handsome man with a blonde beard and streaming hair. Huenchula believed she was seeing things, but the lake continued reflecting the image. Her trips became more frequent. She prettied herself and skipped to the lake. One day, her mother stopped her. Why are you going to the lake? We have enough water. Wenchula blushed. We could always use more, right? You never cared about how you looked before, and you hurry there, but stroll back. What's going on, and don't lie? Wenchula deflated. Mother, there's someone in the lake. I knew it. Which boy? And from what side of the lake? Not a boy. A man. And not near the lake. In it. The Machi's eyes narrowed. Mother, he's so handsome, with blonde hair and a beard. Enough. The Machi grabbed Huenchula's wrist. What's going on in here? Huenchula's father said. The Machi tossed Huenchula's wrist. Go to your room. Huenchula crept away. Her father crossed his arms. Don't look at me like that. I'm protecting her. From who? Men. He held his wife. She's seen Mila Lobo in the lake. He kissed his wife's head. We knew this day would come. Let's go to the lake and see him. She broke away. You're not listening to me. She's not ready. She needs more time, and she'll stay here until I figure something out. The Machi knows best. When Jula cried in an empty room, her mind said it didn't make sense for her to hurt for someone she barely knew. But her calling heart insisted she knew him. When the moon was high, Wenchula's whispered apologies fell on her sleeping parents, and she left. About a year later, she returned. Her parents were furious and shocked. She carried a bundle. Wenchula smiled. I met Mila Lobo. We married, and this is our daughter. But Mila Lobo is coming. We have little time, but much to prepare, so he may be among us. Her mother gasped. Our granddaughter? Yes, mother, but she's not ready to be seen. We must prepare so my husband can join us. Then you can see her. Huenchula secured the bundle on the table and told her father about the preparations. Her mother approached the bundle. They don't understand. She loomed over it. I'm not just anyone. She peeled back part of the bundle. I'm her grandmother. She opened it. The Machi knows best. A beautiful baby girl blinked. Her face crumpled, and she screeched. Everyone covered their ears, but it barely helped. The scream lowered as Wenchula reached the bundle. Her baby melted to water. No! Wenchula grabbed the bundle. No! Come back! Her mother reached for her. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Wenchula scooped the bundle and retreated. Why don't you listen to us? Not listening to father made me leave. Not listening to me cost your granddaughter. Don't you think the rules apply to you? The Machi knows best. Huenchula offered her the bundle. Bring her back, 
you who knows best because the rules don't apply to you. Her mother cowered. Huenchula wept, brought the bundle against her, and went to the ocean. Milalobo appeared. Huenchula's sorrow devoured his joy. My love, I'm sorry, I... She handed him their bundle. Milalobo studied it. His eyes glowed, and he placed it in the ocean. The bundle sank. A current unraveled it and swept it out to sea. Milalobo comforted Huenchula. Milalobo's eyes brightened, and he lifted his hand. The ghost ship El Caluche surfaced, and a beautiful maiden stood on its bow. Huenchula's mouth widened as the ship approached. Milalobo helped her aboard, and she studied the maiden. She was her younger reflection. Mother and daughter embraced as El Caluche submerged towards their kingdom. Today, few know Mapuche mythology, but this may change with the animated film Nahuel and the Magic Book. Also, evidence was found suggesting Mapuche encountered Polynesians. Sadly, the Mapuche people have spent centuries in violent struggles, beginning with Spanish explorers to modern-day organizations and the Chilean government. Their language is classified as dying, with only about 200,000 native speakers. I've always hoped our show could provide cultural understanding and help foster an appreciation for things that seemed strange, and I thank you for being part of our mission. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Ho'omai Ka'i by Patrick Landenza, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Leona Kai. Leona Kai means sea lion. An example of Leona Kai is... Leona Kai may look like seals, but Leona Kai have ear flaps. Once again, Leona Kai is Hawaiian for sea lion. So Hawaii's endangered monk seal doesn't have ear flaps, which means it is not a Leona Kai. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho! Hui ho!